go there. SPs are on. Yeah. All right. We've got US versus Panama, as expected. Good game. The U on uh, ESPNU right 30 now. 30 for 30. 30 for 30 on them. And now, updated on TV number three, Ryan Horvath is... Mission Impossible. Mission in, Which Mission Impossible the is The original. This? I was going to say, this is the original, right? Yeah. There have been like a hundred of them, and there's another one coming out. Yeah. Uh, there's a new one coming out. Tom I, Cruise is back and bigger than ever. Well, not bigger than ever because he's like five foot one. Yes, this is true. He's actually, you know what, though? I, I think it's. Uh, I think he's done a little growing up because Miles Teller was telling a story where Tom Cruise, like if you watch the new Top Gun, yeah. you'll Whoa, see yeah. in the movie Miles Teller is actually taller than Cruise. Back in the day, he had this in all of his contracts. Had he to would, be taller than everybody else. He had else. to be taller than everybody else on the screen. So he would look like Yao Ming in every yep. movie, even though in real, like he's five four. Yeah. And that's had, probably given him a couple Well, same of thing with Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's like 5'6". Yeah. Hollywood, everybody's really small. Everybody's really tall on the screen, See, but I really small I want to do well because I'm like 6'2". You just can't tell when I'm sitting in it's, this It happens, in yeah. This crappy I'm 6'7", so it's funny how that works. Yeah. It's, uh, you know... Yeah. yeah. It's a very... It's a very tall, tall team here. We just uh, don't, don't show it necessarily on the screen. Yeah. So... Yeah. The, there are a lot of props in the NFL right now at BetMGM. Like, you can really start digging in, and you're getting, like, quarterbacks. We've gone through some of those, whether it's passing yards, passing touchdowns. Uh, I did take the risk. Like I said, I did take the under 26.5 for Tua mm. passing touch. That's, that's, I know I know you're, you're nervous mm. about it, me just talking about it. But realistically, is he going to play an entire season? I think he might, man. I don't think he will. I want to believe that he's going to. But see, I'm putting aside the want. It's not me. I'm not rooting for any. I don't root for a guy to get hurt, especially concussions. I yeah, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't do that. For sure. But. I just don't believe that he's going to play an entire season, just like I don't believe Zion's ever going to play an entire season. When players have an injury history, it tends to stick their entire careers. Yeah. So that's the look, I get it. What scares me is, dude, the first five weeks of the season. Like, oh, remember that upset win that they had over the uh, over the Bills where Josh oh, yeah. Allen like collapsed on the field? It was 180 degrees that day. Oh, yes. First five games of the season, Tua looked like the MVP of the league. And look at all those weapons, dude. Tyreek and Jalen mm -hmm. Waddle. I know. You know, that's 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 what scares me a little bit. I, I get it. I get it. But I just don't see him playing an entire season. So, that's, you know what? Here's that's the thing. Fair. That's fair. I may fair. regret it. I may regret it. By week nine, I may go, son of, I am screwed. He may throw 57 <laughs> he touchdowns. He may throw 57 year. touchdowns. And I'm going to be so wrong. <laughs> And I will look into that camera in front of me and say, America, I was wrong. And I'll be okay with that. And it's fine. But we got a lot of rushing touchdowns now that are out there, too, for running backs. And there's certainly some that are going to be, I think, a little more interesting than others. The, the big thing is kind of just figuring out, like, who's going to get the carries, right? We talk so much about running backs. Yeah. Now you're going to have more than one running back in a lot of these teams' backfields. And it's it's a weird market. And it's a tough position to just gauge right now. And not everybody's even out, right? Like, they don't have everybody's name out there. But one person I do expect to have a really big year. Now, this this is plus money to take the over. Brian Robinson in Washington. Oh, you son of a biscuit. Plus 135 to go over six and a half touchdowns, I was man. going there, too. I, I, I think this is uh, – he would he was going to be the feature back from week one. I mean, the guy got shot. Like, it was, it was a rough go for him, and he came back and had a really good season. This is somebody that in – with a – with a quarterback that we don't know much about in Sam Howell at the NFL level, you want to be able to run the football. And I can tell you, Ron Rivera, going to want to run the football, likes to run the football. He's old school. Brian Robinson going over 6.5 at plus 135. That's worth the risk for me, taking that over with the with the plus money there. Oh, I completely agree, especially when you look at the other running backs. You know, in that running back room, man, like he's going to be the goal line back. He's going to... Mm -hmm. He's going to get the tough carries. The only thing is, obviously, he has to stay healthy, but plus 135 is a really good price. 
price just for seven rushing touchdowns because I think Antonio Gibson's going to be more of the third down pass. I mean, actually, I don't know what the hell he's going to be because I don't every know. year I have such like high hopes, and even Ron's doing it again this year. He, it, so the problem with Antonio so Gibson, no Antonio <laughs> Gibson fumbles the football a lot. Right. And that's really what made him fall out of favor when he was gonna, looked at as like a guy that was going to be, you know, a slot receiver and running back, going to be able to do a lot of different things for that offense. The only guy I, I actually more worried about Chris Rodriguez coming in and taking some carries away. Yeah, that's that that might be the difference. Is more Chris Rodriguez, Antonio Gibson, maybe more on special teams. Now, don't get me wrong, Antonio Gibson did have a uh, Instagram live today. He was doing some sort of uh, Peloton workout. Yeah, so he's clearly in the gym. He's working hard, but. I re- Brian Robinson is, I mean, they're big fans of him in that organization. Oh, man. I mean, I love him. When he came back, I mean, that was awesome to watch last year yeah. as well because that was crazy. Like, I, I remember seeing that on Twitter and being like, this has to be, mm-hmm. like, this can't be real. Right. And then, yeah, that was nuts, man. I can't believe he actually came back and played. Um, a couple of, like, soft numbers, I, I, I would think, but I'm going to stay away from right now. Brees Hall at 6.5, plus 125 yeah. to be over. Seems like a slam dunk smash. You could have that by week eight if... He wasn't coming off a torn ACL, which yeah. he suffered like midseason last year. And if Aaron Rodgers wasn't the signal caller now, and we know what he likes to do, he likes to uh, throw the football. So that's why I'll stay away. If it was just total touchdowns, that would be a slam dunk. Sure, sure. But this is rushing touchdowns. This is what you know could screw you over here. J.K. Dobbins, six and a half, minus one ten both ways. He's pissed off. He yep. wants to get paid. That offense is going to be absolutely electric. Lamar's going to be able to push the ball down the field. You know what I mean? He's obviously going to be the red zone back, the goal line back, because he's going to be the every down back. I think that's a soft number as long as he stays healthy, which the second half of the season, he looked really good, man. He was averaging six yards per carry. And then uh, Damian Pierce, five and a half is one I would Mm -hmm. play, five and a half. I don't think Houston's going to be very good this year. And you look at what they're going to want to be. They want to improve that defense. They're going to want to run the football, obviously, with a rookie young quarterback or whoever ends up winning that job. He's really good, too. Um, he had four love... touchdowns last year. Yeah, so five and a half with a young quarterback, um, I think, is a soft number. Because for the Texans, like somebody has to score touchdowns. Brandon Cooks is gone now. I like that one. De- DeAndre Swift at five and a half in that, that Philadelphia I saw that too. offense yeah. is tempting. But we know how Nick Sirianni, well, he doesn't call the plays anymore, but you you know how they like to use their running backs. Mm -hmm. And you have Jalen, too, who could score 22 to 25 rushing touchdowns next season by himself. Um, So that's why I would stay away from that. And I'm just, I'm not in love with DeAndre Swift, kind of the same way that they weren't with Detroit. I don't like it, I don't really like his running style. And that offense, obviously, it's a lot different, but I'd probably stay away. He might catch more passes than uh, he gets more rushing attempts. It's like Ramondre Stevenson in New England. I, I don't like. Okay, great. He had a great season last year, but it's the Patriots and it's Bill Belichick and running backs. They also cycle through running backs like you do pairs of socks. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't do it. I don't, and I don't know what to expect from that offense because it's a Bill O'Brien offense now. It was a disaster last year with Patricia. I like Mac Jones, but I don't know that they do. They don't love him because I mean they thought maybe Bailey Zappi was the guy at times right. last season. Um, that's one I'd probably have to stay away from. I would love to play some Travis Etienne over six and a half again if this was total touchdowns right. at plus one thirty five, but rushing touchdowns, he's more of like a pass catching back. And I mean, you talked about it because you went over on Trevor Lawrence touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to sling the pill a lot, so I think he's going to throw a lot of touchdown passes this year as well, even in the red zone. Doug Peterson's super aggressive. I think it'll be like more play action passes, Ingram in the back of the end zone. So I'd probably stay away from that one as well. Uh, a slam dunk, if he could stay healthy, would be James Conner at six and a half. Yeah. A couple yeah. of years ago, I know Chase Edmonds was there, but he had double-digit touchdowns. He was a touchdown mis- machine. He was the red zone back, 
And you have to look at it like uh, no Kyler to steal away rushing attempts or rushing touchdowns. And you're starting the season with Colt McCoy. I don't know what kind of legs he has left in How him. dare you? Respect Colt McCoy right now. So James, Give him respect. Like, James Conner should easily be able to go over this number, maybe by, like, week 10. But the problem is Arizona's going to stink. And if there's, like, a bunch of injuries, like, I don't want to play a running back for a team like Cam Akers at 6.5. If the Rams stink, you know what I mean? Like, they could just shut everybody down. Not that they're going to be worried about Cam Akers' health, but I don't know. I mean, especially with that offensive line, I don't know how you'd go over on Two on, more that really... Guys. Interest me. Uh, one, Jonathan Taylor. If you get there, we have the expanded list at BetMGM. If you want to look at like the full thing there, yeah, you start getting into some like the nitty gritty of some of these other ones, but also names that are guys that are looking for a new contract. Jonathan Taylor. In I don't know what, like what the quarterback situation is. Like, is Anthony Richardson starting Week One? And if I think he is, it will be him. how much? I think first off, I'm gonna go on record now. That's a bad idea. I don't care how he looks in in in, in training camp. Give the guy a chance to adjust to the NFL when we saw he struggled enough to just throw the ball in the end zone in college in the one year that he was a starter. Jonathan Taylor is going to be utilized better this season. We saw two years ago, he was he could have been MVP. He was putting up MVP numbers at the end of the season for them. Now, it's juiced all the way to minus 130, so I'm not a huge fan of that price, but Jonathan Taylor could have a 10-touchdown season this year if he stays healthy. Oh, yeah, man. I really like Jonathan Taylor going into the season, and I think he does stay healthy. And I still like their offensive line. Like you said, I mean, we don't know who the starting quarterback's going to be. If it is Richardson, man, imagine that rushing attack that they're going to have with him. Christian McCaffrey, 7.5. Saw that. But, again, all those weapons in San Francisco. The the guy I want isn't up yet. and I played him last year, and he let me down, but I think he does go over this year, and it's A.J. Dillon. Last year, it was five and a half. Mm -hmm. He missed out because they used him more as a receiving back. But, dude, Green Bay is going to be a rushing offense. He's going to be the goal line guy. It's not going to be Aaron Jones, most likely, because for whatever reason, Matt LaFleur doesn't know how to get him the football when he should. I'm going to look. I'm hoping that, like, we get a better number, like four and a half for A.J. Dillon, but that's what I want. How about this big number for Jalen Hurts? You see what his is? Jalen Hurts is and 11 and a half, plus yeah. 105 to the over. Now, he had 13 I'd, rushing touchdowns last year. I'd say I'd go over, though. So I, I feel like over still works. He's only going to be better this year. He had 10 in 2021 and 13 in 2022. Dude, I mean, like, how would you go under? I, I know it seems like a big number, especially when you're getting that price right there. I can't get the game uh, out of my head, the Sunday night game against Green Bay. Oh, yeah. Like, of course you can't get it out of your head. It's Green Bay. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if they didn't take their foot off the gas, he may have rushed for 550 yards in yeah. that game. Like, he could do – he was able to do whatever he wanted. He's a video game. Two numbers that I really like. Nick Chubb over 8.5, minus 120. I also like Nick Chubb, Offensive Player of the Year. I also played Garrett Wilson in that market, mm-hmm. though, as well. I think Chubb's going to have a huge year. Uh, Kareem Hunt's gone. He's not going to steal carries. Even if Deshaun Watson has a big, big year, I still think he's going to obviously be the goal line guy. I think he scores double-digit touchdowns. Um, and then the other one that I love, and I think this is just a really, really, really soft price, and it's 8.5 for Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is a touchdown machine. He's telling yep. everybody, draft me in fantasy. Yep. Um, I think his floor is 10 touchdowns. Again, you worry about health for these guys. but you minus That's always a caveat. Always a caveat. A minus 110 price on Austin Eckler. He could have nine touchdowns by like week eight, week nine. I like Lamar Jackson over five and a half a lot. That's at minus oh, 105. It's, I'm actually surprised that number is that low. The last two years when he's been hurt, he's only had two and three rushing touchdowns. But you go back to 2019 and 2020, seven in each of those years. Now he's got his contract. He's fully paid. He's comfortable. I'm telling you, the difference for him is going to be, I've got my security now. 
I can play freely. I can be me and not worry about preserving myself to make sure I get a long-term deal. And you've got more weapons out there at receiver. You're going to suck defenses back more. They're going to have to respect some of those receivers. You run a few deep routes with them, yeah. you get an opportunity. Linebackers are dropping back into coverage. Boom, Lamar Jackson's got an opportunity. Go. Get yourself a 20-yard touchdown. It's going to be – I'm actually really surprised they set that number that low. I love the over 5.5 for Lamar Jackson rushing touchdowns. They're probably thinking like, okay, he's got Odell Beckham Jr. Sure. He has Zay Flowers. He has Mark Andrews. He's going to look to actually – you know, stay in the pocket this year and avoid getting injured for the third consecutive year. But I'm with you, man. It's Lamar, and when you have it's that, in his nature. Exactly. It's just an, it's such a unique ability that is you can't you can't teach it, and it's hard to push that out of his mind. And sticking with quarterbacks, another really soft market is Justin Fields over six and a half touchdowns. It is minus one fifteen. It's minus one hundred five to the under. But we don't know that Justin Fields is an NFL quarterback yet. But we do know he's a hell of an NFL player. Yeah. And uh, I think that number's way too soft. And I think the Bears are going to be much better, which is why I took a small little shot at them to win the NFC North. I think Justin Fields has a monster year. His, I know there's uh, people worried about him. I think he'll be fine. His passing touchdown's only 17 and a half, too. I like that, too. And especially yeah. when you look at the opposing defenses he's going to see. Like, Minnesota didn't do anything for that secondary, which was brutal last year. I know everybody loves Detroit, but I don't love their secondary or their defense. Um, and then Green Bay. Like, they were a huge letdown last year. I don't. I, I like. I like a big year for Justin Fields. Maybe what I should do to add to my Matt Eberflus Coach of the Year and my Bears NFC North ticket. Maybe I should play a little Justin Fields MVP. Oh, you're out of your mind. Yeah. You're gonna do it, aren't you? No, no. Okay. No. You sure? No. Yeah. No. I, I'm. I'm staying away from that. But I do think he's gonna have a pretty solid year. Bijan Robinson, eight and a half rushing touchdowns, minus one ten both ways. Now, on paper, first thought you'd say. Well, yeah. I mean, look at he might be the best running back in the NFL the minute he steps on the field. Yeah, a top five pick as a back. The problem is they got a lot of guys that can run the football there. Yeah. So you wonder, is that going to cannibalize their numbers in that backfield a little bit where it's not a running back by committee type situation, but it is a three-headed monster to the point where he gets you six rushing touchdowns and goes out and catches a few for and they just you know what I mean you don't get the yeah. full amount that you would expect to get if they just treated him as a true feature back and he ran the ball 27 28 30 times a game no I know man I was looking at that one as well a couple more I wanted to throw out really quick I was looking at um uh Tony Pollard at seven and a half seems really really short but he's coming off a pretty devastating injury but Zeke's gone he's gonna be the lead back I just I need to see what he looks like those first couple games I back know, because eight touchdowns is a lot and the passing attack's gonna be better this year uh they have multiple tight ends they have Brandon Cooks and uh, CeeDee Lamb proved last year he's a pretty good number one wide receiver. And I think Michael Gallup will be fine this year. A couple of years removed off that ACL injury. And then um, the other one I was looking at earlier this morning. Didn't do anything with it as I scroll up here really quickly. <laughs> uh, Joe Mixon, under 7.5, minus 120. I know that right now, like, they don't have another back. And Pirine's in Denver now. But it was a weird offseason again for Joe Mixon. And he looked like he lost the step last mm -hmm. year. I think somebody replaces him. I just don't know who it's going to be. Uh, I would go under on uh, Joe Mixon, seven and a half.